Hi guys and welcome to the Sports Central. Um, this is our first session on the uh, Winter Olympics in Beijing. Uh, my name is Vashit. We've got Will Geary here, uh, our very own expert on all things um, winter sports. Um, he's been waiting a long time um, for this tournament. Now we have it. Um, the Winter Olympics, as mentioned in Beijing, kicking off unofficially on Wednesday night. We've got the opening ceremony um, occurring just after we're recording this on, on a Friday afternoon. Um, and then two weeks. Um, we we're pretty excited about this. Yeah, definitely. It's been a long four years since last time over in South Korea. Hopefully the Australians were better two weeks than they did four years ago. We only won three medals in 2018, but I'm guessing we could win up to like maybe seven or eight medals this year, which would be an excellent result for us. Yeah, indeed. Most of the news breaking about this tournament was sadly a bit politically focused um, in the lead up to the event with the boycott, uh, the diplomatic boycott from nations such as the United States, um, United Kingdom and Australia, of course. But um, we finally had some actual um, sporting to look at, as I mentioned, starting on Wednesday night with the curling action, uh, a pair of Australians um, on show. Geary, how did they go? Uh, not so well. They've had four matches so far, lost all four. It is the debut for uh, not de- debut for Australia, second year of the team, second edition of the team mixed uh, doubles curling. Uh, the Australians, Dean Hewitt and Tali Gill, they've been competitive. They've lost three of their matches by one point, going into an extra end in a couple of those, um, including today's match against Great Britain, where they came from behind, nearly won it if it wasn't for a last uh, ditch effort by the British to steal the game at the end. Um, so they've been competitive, but Yet to come out with a win. The Italians have been dominant in that, winning all their games so far, including a blowout match today, um, winning uh, 10-2, beating the, I think it was the Czechs, and then declaring it after the sixth end, giving up. Absolutely. So hopefully um, some more success going. As you mentioned, relatively new, the Australians um, in the sport of curling. Uh, and then Thursday night, something even I sat down to watch um, and was pleasantly surprised to hear uh, the tunes of Dirk Nannis, um, who we've been listening to on Channel 7 throughout the cricketing summer and, of course, played um, for his nat- native Netherlands in the ODI cricket and then um, for Victoria, played in state cricket. Um, yeah. Of course, with the Sydney Thunder, um, clearly has a background in skiing and uh, Channel 7 decided that was the best way to go. It was the moguls on uh, Thursday night. Uh, and we saw some more Aussies in action, uh, Will. Yeah, definitely. We have uh, Jakara Anthony. She's ranked third in the world at the moment. She qualified first with a score of 83 in a little bit. Um, unlike the rest of the competition where I reckon maybe like 70% elected to perform a truck driver flip, a front flip with a truck driver grab, which is both hands grabbing the nose of the skis. Um, she performed a different trick, which the judges clearly liked, rewarding her with first spot and going straight into the final, which will be on Sunday night. Um, other Australians included Britt Cox, who finished ninth in the first qualifiers, and she'll progress straight to the final with the top 10 going through to the final and the others having to compete again before the final on Sunday to take their part with the top 10 in the second qualification going through, which will include another Australian, Sophie Ash. We finished just outside the uh, top 10, finishing 13th, but she'll, she's likely to progress through to the final. Um, in the men's, which was also last night, we had a few Australians going, taking part. Matt Graham, who was 2021 world champion, but unfortunately he broke his collarbone in December, which has meant he hasn't had a great time to prepare for the games, only having 
about 20 something days to train, which has left him severely unprepared. He failed to finish last night, but other Australian Brody Summers just missed out on the automatic qualification, finishing 11th, but he should progress through to the final on Saturday. And of course, the King, Mikhail Kingsbury, the Canadian skier, is the world champ. Nine times in his 12-year career, he progressed easily, winning his qualification and is a clear favourite to take gold for the second time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just uh, looking at the women's results here from the qualifying uh, three uh, USA Olympians in the top 10, a couple from Japan, um, the two Australians, as you mentioned. Uh, one Australia here, unfortunately, did not finish, uh, Taylor O'Neill. Um, I think from yeah. memory, this is the one who, ACL, something like four weeks ago, you were talking about the collarbone injury. How is it that these athletes are able to rebound off injuries so quickly and be in a position to compete um, you know, on the, on the international stage? Well, I'm not sure if they've rebounded quickly or not, whether it's her just trying to luck to see whether she can get down the run. There was another Australian, uh, I think, I mean, she was a snowboarder, a skier. She broke her tibula today and in a training session and reckons that she might be able to compete next Saturday, which is just absurd, thinking you can come mm. back from a broken leg. But it, is, it isn't uncommon to see people in moguls competing with a torn ACL. A man in the 2018 Olympics competed with both his ACLs torn, which is a remarkable feat. It's, I'm not sure how they get through the pain, but they all, they all tried as it's the biggest stage. Yeah, I think absolutely you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Only comes along once every four years. Who knows what could happen? This might be their last opportunity, um, depending on a whole yeah. range of factors. So they're pretty much... Um, going to leave no stone unturned, I guess, in their quest to to appear in these games. Um, looking ahead, as I mentioned, recording this on a Friday tonight will be the opening ceremony. This is the big moment, I guess, for China, you know, leaving aside all the political machinations and all this, this is the moment when, you know, the world's eyes are upon them, you know, akin to 2008, um, obviously probably a bigger ceremony with the Summer Olympic Games um, in Beijing. Also, your thoughts on what we can expect to see tonight? Uh, apparently... It's rumoured that it's going to be less extravagant. As you mentioned, 2008, sorry, they had their big uh, show showing off their four major inventions, um, something like the typewriter and gunpowder and a whole bunch of other stuff that the, they were all keen to show about their culture and history and how good they are. And this year, it's probably going to be a bit more relaxed, less um, over the top like it was 2008. But nevertheless, China will put on something to show off their culture and um, remove itself from all the political stuff that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that from uh, year 12 politics, paper making, <laughs> the movable type printing, the, the compass and the gunpowder uh, being those yeah. four. Um, who have we got as flag bearers for the Aussies, Gary? Uh, we've got Laura Peel. Uh, she's an aerials, uh, snow, uh, aerials skier, sorry. And uh, Brendan Kerry, who's a figure skater. I don't know too much about Brendan. He's not a big figure skater watcher but uh laura she's been extremely consistent over the past decade is a massive chance to take home gold in her event after she won her most recent competition by almost a uh, setting a new nearly set a new world record for one of the highest scores given by the judges um she's one of the only athletes that can, that's ever landed the quadruple twisting triple backflip it's a very highly technical flip that is extremely difficult sounds impressive um, she can yeah, if she can pull that off in her um, final. If she's to make the final, then she's a really good chance of winning gold. There you go. Two 
um, flag bearers. They're following that approach taken up by, by the Summer Olympics team there for the Aussies. Uh, and again, then looking ahead into the first week, um, well, you've got this all covered, Gear. I mean, if you look on our website, you've got detailed written reviews um, from our man here. And then, of course, on his famed um, Twitter account there, you can find all of it uh, also on our uh, Twitter page. But what are you looking forward to? Um, in particular, I hear the snowboarding kicking off uh, this week. Oh, next week, sorry. Yeah, well, but yeah, uh, some of it's kicking off today, Friday, so some of it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of events in the snowboard discipline, including my favourite athlete in the entire Games, Scotty James, who will be competing in the men's snowboard half uh, In 2018, he finished with a bronze behind uh, Sean White, the American and Japanese superstar Ayumu Hirano. So he'll be hoping to uh, go two better this time, take home gold. A couple of weeks ago in Aspen in the X Games, he was able to win gold, but that was partly because Hirano did fall after completing a triple cork, which is one of the most difficult tricks to complete in snowboard half pipe. So if Hirano can pull that off, then gold will be likely to be going to the Japanese. Uh, it's rumoured that Scotty does have that trick up his bag, up his sleeve, but he's never been able to pull it out in an actual competition. So if he does then it'll be a very, very tight contest. And either way, could be going to the Japanese or the Australian. It's hard to see Sean White, who is a three-time gold medalist in this event, winning a fourth. He's quite old. He's a veteran of the sport. And there are plenty of youngsters who could easily just go straight past him this year. Yeah, so Scotty James' final um, Friday at lunchtime. Uh, what about in the women's snowboarding? Yeah, so we've got a big chance here, Tess Cody in the, in the slope style for snowboarding. She'll be going up against the Kiwi gold medal hope, Zoe sadowski Sinnott, who won gold at the X Games as well, like Scotty James. Tess Cody did win gold at Larks, which is in Switzerland, in the Larks Open a couple of weeks ago. But it'll be tough for her. She's going up against Jamie Anderson, another American snowboarder who is a veteran like Sean White. She's very talented. She's consistent, performing every single Olympics, every Games that she competes in. So it won't be easy for Cody, but she's definitely a good chance of coming home with a medal. Absolutely. Uh, her final coming up a bit quicker Sunday, uh, about 1.30pm uh, Australian Eastern time. There Any other Aussies to look forward to in this week in the snowboarding? And then, as I understand, it's on to skiing the week after. Yeah, so the skiing's in the second half of the two-week uh, competition calendar and but this week we've got the snowboard cross which is another very good chance um, for Australian medals it's probably one of the better sports for non um, snow sport watchers more of like the casual fans as it is a four-person race plenty of turns and jumps which make it exciting for the viewers um, some of our medal hopes include Val Brockoff who finished fourth in the World Cup earlier this year in Russia and there's also at the end of the week, we've got the team snowboard cross where there was um, was a bit of a sticky position. The Australians are in Jared Hughes coming back from an injury, tossing up whether he will compete in the team snowboard cross with Val, who they claimed world championships last year in Sweden. Uh, they thought Cam Bolton might take the spot, but apparently Jared Hughes will be retaining his position in the team. They're hope, hoping they can go back-to-back winning gold after last year's performance. Uh, so I think, that's, I think that's on a Saturday or Sunday coming up. 
Okie dokie then. We will be back throughout the tournament, hopefully, with our Olymp- uh, Winter Olympic guru here uh, to keep us updated on all things that are happening, in particular uh, the Aussies' perspective um, as we head through, as I mentioned, these Winter Olympic Games in Beijing. Okay, well, thanks for tonight, and I'm sure we'll see you again shortly. Thank you very much, guys. Okie dokie. Uh, until then, enjoy your Winter Olympics. <laughs>